Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is June 22nd. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block by studying Alma chapter 18. But before we get there, let's recap what happens in Alma chapter 17. If you'll remember, Alma meets up with the sons of Mosiah as they are traveling in their missionary journeys. And it kind of becomes an opportunity for the sons of Mosiah to give almost like a homecoming report of their experiences during their mission among the Lamanites. Ammon goes first and he explains how in his mission he was taken captive by the Lamanites. He was bound and he was taken before King Lamoni. As he stood in front of King Lamoni, Lamoni asked him what he was doing among the Lamanites, why he was there. Lamoni says that he just wanted to dwell with the Lamanites for a while maybe forever. And for whatever reason, this just pleased King Lamoni. So much so that he offered Ammon one of his daughters to wed. Ammon politely refuses and says that he just wants to be the king's servant. So he becomes a servant to King Lamoni. And one day he is out with the other servants watching the flocks and a group of robbers come in because they're going to try to steal some of the flock. And Ammon defends the king's flock. So much so that he slays a bunch of people and that everyone who came up against him with a club got their arms chopped off. This is why I said yesterday that boys love this chapter, because they just picture Ammon going crazy chopping off all these arms, right? But the other servants are floored by what is happening, obviously, right? As anybody would be. And they are so surprised that they gather up all the arms that Ammon has chopped off and they take them to King Lamonite. And that's where we start at chapter 18. We've got these servants who are in front of King Lamoni. They've got all the arms and they're explaining everything that happened to King Lamoni. And he cannot even believe what's going on. In fact, let's take a look at verse two and see what he says. After hearing the story, King Lamoni says, surely this is more than a man. Behold, is this not the great spirit? Now, what I love about this is, A lot of times in the scriptures, we talk about the Lamanites as if they were all just these incredibly hard-hearted, awful men who were completely godless and wanted nothing more than to kill and destroy. But what I love here is that we see in Lamoni that he's not necessarily a horrible guy. He just doesn't have the full truth, but that he has a soft enough heart that he can recognize here that a miracle has taken place. He can recognize that there is a higher power at play here. Now he's confused because he thinks Ammon is that higher power. But I love that we see that Lamoni is soft-hearted and open to learning more about God. So he asks, is this not the great spirit? And I love the answer that the servants give him. In fact, the answer that the servants give is something that I hope is said of every single Latter-day Saint by their friends who are not of our faith. He asks, is this not the great spirit? And the servants say that they don't know if he's the great spirit or a man, but they know that he is a friend of the king. What greater thing could be said of us? As we strive to love and to build and to hopefully teach people more about God, one of the greatest things that can be said of us in that journey is that we are a friend, that we love people, and that we will serve and try to bless people by being in their lives. So I love that answer. But then we go on in this chapter, and in verse 5, we learn something so interesting about the Lamanites and about their belief system. Verse 5 says, 
Now this was the tradition of Lamoni, which he had received from his father, that there was a great spirit. Notwithstanding they believed in the great spirit, they supposed that whatsoever they did was right. So the tradition, the religion that has been passed down to Lamoni is that there is a great spirit, that there is a higher power, but that this higher power didn't care what they did. This higher power didn't have a right and a wrong or a good and a bad. Now, the interesting thing to me here is that the Lamanites have created for themselves a religion of convenience, a religion that asks nothing of them. As long as they believe in this great spirit, they can do whatever they want, because that's the God that they have created for themselves, one that expects nothing of them. Now, I feel like I've talked about this several times in the last month or so, but I feel like this is a theme that has been repeated several times in the Book of Mormon. We have these groups in the Book of Mormon that would rather follow an easy God than a powerful God. They would rather follow a belief system that expects absolutely nothing of them than a belief system that has the power to lead them back to exaltation. And this is a pattern that we're seeing in the world more and more lately. A pattern of people saying, well, God loves everyone or Jesus loves everyone, so it doesn't matter what I do. He still loves me and he'll save me anyway. It's that same false teaching that we see in 2 Nephi 28 where it says, I'll sin a little and in the end God will beat me with a few stripes and I'll be saved. My friends, that is false doctrine. God does love all his children. Yes, 100% absolutely true. But he expects something of us. I love my kids around the world and back, but I still create rules for them. I still teach them that there is a right and a wrong, and I expect them to follow that. Our Father in Heaven's love does not diminish his expectations for us. In fact, Joseph Smith said in Lectures on Faith, a religion that does not require the sacrifice of all things never has the power sufficient to produce the faith necessary unto life and salvation. Now, I love this because Joseph Smith teaches that God asks something of us. He requires something of our soul, but not as a payment to get into heaven, not as a payment for salvation or exaltation. God asks something of us because as we do something, as we live a certain way, as we keep commandments, we obtain faith. It's by living the gospel that we gain more faith in the gospel. And as we gain that faith in the gospel, we begin to change. We begin to be more Christ-like. So we're not earning our way into heaven. We're not buying our way there. We're becoming the kind of people who, when we get there, will be very comfortable there because we will be more like the Savior. That is why Heavenly Father asks something of us. That is why he gives us commandments. That's why he expects us to repent. That is why he wants us to use our agency to choose him, because he understands that as we do that, little by little, piece by piece, our hearts are changing and are becoming more like him. That is his plan. That is the purpose of being here. God didn't send us to earth because he needed a break from us for a while. That was not why. He sent us here so that we could use our agency piece by piece, commandment by commandment, repentance by repentance, so that our hearts could change and we could become heavenly. 
Elder Renlin said, It's enticing to think that our sins do not matter because God loves us no matter what we do. This seductive idea is false. God does love us. However, what we do matters to Him. What we do matters to Him because who we become matters to Him. I care so much about my children. I love them so much that I want them to become incredible people. I don't want them to become incredible so that someday they can thank me in a Nobel Prize speech. That means nothing to me. I want them to become incredible people because I want them to have the joy of living a godlike life. And that is the same thing that our Father in Heaven wants for us. What we do matters to Him because who we become matters to Him. Because He wants us to enjoy a life like Him and a life with Him. That is exaltation. And that is what God is trying so hard to give us. But He can only give that to us by requiring something of our souls. What we do matters. Thank you so much for listening today. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. Mm-hmm.